0: Welcome to Brazen Education with Educator Barnes, a podcast with a focus on speaking your truth, being transparent to help others, and having no shame about it, because we can't move forward until the truth is known. This episode of Brazen Education is called To My Colleagues Who Stalk Me Online. If you're wondering what type of title that is, let me explain. So this school year, I went back to a school district that I previously worked for. So I worked for my current school district for five school, uh, five school years as an English language arts teacher um, at a middle school, and then I left for four years. During that time I was away, I had the opportunity to be an English language learner teacher and a literacy coach. I returned this school year as an elementary library media specialist. And when the school year started, this interesting thing happened, you know, it's like, oh, Shantae's back in the district and all these people from the district started following me online. Now, most people figure out quickly, the only way you really can connect with me online is on my Twitter account or on LinkedIn because i do not accept facebook requests from current colleagues because my facebook is pretty private and granted my husband is an it so i have no illusion of any type of privacy on any social media platform even though i have very few friends on facebook facebook is really my relatives my most of the people on there i'm literally related to and i see them in person on a regular basis and then i have a few former colleagues that I grew close to and some friends from different churches I attended and a few youth I mentor who are now adults married with their own children. So it's very, very, very uh, tight uh, when it comes to my friends and I haven't accepted a new Facebook friend in years. So at this point, I don't really anticipate uh, doing so. But when I came back to the school district, I had a few people say to me, oh, I've been stalking you online. And I I don't really know what you're supposed to say to that because I mean, if I said I was stalking you in real life, you know, that wouldn't be appropriate. So I think it's just odd. I don't know what to say when people say that to me about my online presence. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably found me uh, through my online presence. And this podcast came about because of my presence of writing about education articles. And I tweet. And now that I have my little logo or whatnot, I put out little just things that are in my head. I put out a little saying and I put my little logo on it and I you know, shoot it on social media. But throughout the school year, I found myself in situations where people have constantly have gotten offended by what I've said online and never really had bothered me before. I've been a person that s- speaks her mind, but I really didn't get to a point about speaking my mind in education until I left the school district I currently uh, work in now. So I have been teaching for eight years and I just really kept everything to myself. I'm a reserved person. If you ever get the chance to meet me, if you're listening, you've never met me. I'm a little bit over five feet. I'm a bit over hundred pounds. I am quiet in person. I'm not shy. I just don't really I'm an introvert. So I really am one of those people that takes in the room. I observe and I just like to keep to myself. So when people start seeing me online, they they read what I write and they read these strong statements and they're like, Oh my gosh, I mean Shantae's coming after me. She's saying these things about education. And people start reading into two these things. Now granted I've been writing since I was a kid, uh, since a young, I was a young girl, and I have journals and notebooks and binders at my house. of uh, Things I've written across the years. And I started writing online, I started garden blogging. So I have a website called Gardener Chicole. Chicole is my middle name. And I was doing that for a while, and then it kind of transitioned to doing that in education writing. And the last picture I was in, there are people who told me that they were reading when I write including the superintendent of the district at the time. And I wasn't really bothered by that. You know, people would read what I write they would talk to me about it. And it really wasn't a thing. Even if somebody disagreed with me, they're like, "Hmm, oh, I didn't, I didn't see it that way. I don't really agree with that. And it was like, keep it moving. But this school year, the whole keep it moving thing just hasn't happened. And it's just become this thing. I've, I've found myself in a situation where people refer to me. I've gone to work. And people have referred to me by my Twitter handle. they were like, oh, I see, Educator Barnes got a little attitude today. I'm like, yeah, and good morning to you. Because at work, I go by Mrs. Barnes. Like, I, I, I don't. And I'm I'm not sure what what, what, what did I say. Because if you follow my Twitter account, I tweet stuff all the time. I retweet education articles. I retweet things that I find interesting. I tweet things that I think should be shared. I respond to people, I participate in Twitter chats, I put out my little sayings here and there, I put out my articles. So when someone's like, oh, you got an attitude today, I'm like, what, which particular thing I said, and don't refer to me by my Twitter handle at work. And then it's odd because I don't, I'm not one of those people that really gets caught up into who's following me, how many people are following me or whatnot. And it's like, I don't even know if you're, if you're even following me or not, and what I've found out from people who have pretty much nothing better to do with their time you know well so and so uh shante isn't even uh, following you i guess they, they just uh, went to your account because they heard you said such and such and i'm like and i'm sitting here I, and granted i'm at work i'm just like i don't got time for this i'm at work and I know some people put on their social media accounts, you know, this account is uh, my own. These tweets represent myself. I don't say none of that stuff in my little whatever X amount of characters you're allowed to write about yourself. Because I don't feel like I should have to. I'm at work. What I'm at work and outside of work, I talk about what I want to talk about. That could be grandiose, big picture, uh, nationwide education issues. It could be statewide education issues. It could be... City education issues. I speak a lot about Indianapolis, my experience of being a student in Indianapolis, and the different schools I work in, which includes my current job. And what's interesting, I'm and I I'm like, you can check the receipts if you want to. If you take if you have nothing better to do with your time because you know you're after stuck in my Twitter account, go back and take it all the way back to when I started education writing. You will see that I wrote about my current job why I was there. And There's there's a tact to doing it, you know, but I also think there's power in voicing your opinion. And what I learned at year eight when I left the district, my my current district for the first time. Well, a lot of people don't know is I was actually going to leave education. I was done like I was at I was just burned out. And I and I said, you know what? This teaching is my calling. I can't just quit. So what What do I do at this point? So I decided to go in a different direction and and stop teaching English language arts. I did end up teaching it again last year to high school students, which was a blast. Um, I, I love secondary. Everybody knows that. And I said, I'm just going to do something different. I'm going to change schools. I'm going to do something different. And granted, I could have stayed in my uh, school for years and years and years. Um, but I was just like, you know what? If I'm starting to feel burned out, I really need to do something because I could just wake up one day and not go to work and um i i say that and i don't say that lightly i literally could wake up one day and just feel like not going to work and staying home because i'm blessed enough where that's my current situation but i'm also one of those people that grew up when i was really really young um as i got older my my parents situation got better and we they're fine now we were fine but when i was a small kid and my younger sisters i um My younger sisters, they don't remember this. I remember how poor we was. So there's always a part of me that feels like any second, I mean, everything could be taken from under me. So I like to just be employed. I don't like to just coast on my husband's salary i like to be gainfully employed i like to have a job i just like to have a you know emergency funds in the account and so that will motivates me to keep a job even though i don't have to work as my husband tries to remind me for time to time because if my husband had his druthers and had his way i would be a stay-at-home wife and we've had we have this conversation every single year we actually had it this week um but I'm not at the point where I want to do that right now and I don't know if I'm ever going to be at the point. And and I'm a homebody. I I joked about a few weeks ago. um, I can't, oh, it was a picture of my husband and I from college and I just kind of mentioned how we went to the same elementary, middle school, high school, and we met online on a a BlackPlanet.com social networking site. And uh, we at the time, we had the same class, agricultural economics, because that's the only class that crossed between English education and uh, (laughs) computer science. But he lived around the corner from my parents and what people are like, that's just unbelievable. The first thing I tell people, my husband's a year ahead of me in school, but I'm a homebody. I, I tell people I pretty much when I was a kid, I was in my house or in my yard doing garden stuff with my dad and I went to church. I went to school and back home. So, yeah, my husband literally lived around the corner um, Like my kids. Now they can walk from one grandparent's house to the other grandparent's house. And it's not even it's like that short. I said I didn't leave. So I was like, babe, you know, I actually kind of need a job because I don't know how much I have to venture out of the house. Because now you can have groceries uh, delivered to your house. You can DoorDash restaurant meal to your house. Like I need to get out of my house. But what's been tricky this school year being back is that people are getting. Some people have gotten obsessed with what I'm saying, and I I'm a person. Um, somebody said I was at this teacher teacherpreneur workshop last year, and someone said your brand is just kind of keeping it real, being transparent about how it is and how you feel, and being unapologetic about it. And I went to a, a PD this school year. And we, they gave us this little icebreaker, and they said, Well, if you had to title of your um, autobiography, what would you call it? And I said, uh, And then they asked you, What was your uh, favorite emoji? And I said, Emoji, side eye. And I said, uh, Autobiography title, um, Unapologetic. Which apparently was a uh, pretty uh, kind of like, Oh, hmm, everybody else has some cutesy little thing. And I was like, Unapologetic. <laughs> but That's kind of how I started the school year. I'm just like, that's just who I am. But here's what I find interesting. And and this is the point I really want to emphasize. Top taking social media so seriously. I mean, people are going to disagree. It doesn't mean, like if I say something that you don't like, it doesn't mean I don't like you. I just don't agree with your opinion on something. And I'm entitled to have that opinion. And I'm entitled to share that opinion. I'm entitled to write about that opinion. But what I won't do moving forward is entertain it at work. And I, and I was talking to my husband about it uh, today and he says, so, so what are you going to do? And I said, and I thought about, um, Fran Warren, who is the CEO of the educators room. I wrote a piece a while ago for her about social media and, you know, kind of like being friends with colleagues online and things like that. And then later she uh, put out a, uh, a image that said um, self-care is blocking your co-workers. And that was actually a reference to my piece. And typically on Facebook, if someone finds me, I typically um, say I don't friend colleagues on Facebook. And then depending on who it uh, is, I will block the account. I typically do that because Unfortunately, I've been in situations where I'll say that and then the person sends me another friend request. That's kind of awkward because typically I just message back and say I don't friend colleagues. So then I delete the request and then you send a friend request back. That's just kind of weird. So my husband's like, well, you could just start blocking people on Twitter. But I said, babe, I don't got time for that. I just I really don't because my Twitter is not like my Facebook. My Twitter, the main purpose of my Twitter is really for me to kind of just talk because I write from two perspectives I write from the parent perspective and I write from the educator's perspective so a lot of my stuff surrounds like me kind of talking about my kids in school from being a mom then me talking about how I feel as a teacher and I have strong opinions about professional development and what's interesting is this particular school year it has become an issue but I'm like uh, Shantae's been talking about PD for years, so I'm just repeating and regurgitating what I've already said, but now I have a new wave of people that's getting all like, I can't believe she said blah, 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 and I can't believe she said such and such was a waste of time. Look, heck, I, I, I'm entitled to have that opinion, and I'm entitled to stick to it, and I'm also entitled to be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore uh, with people, It's just, it just is what it is, and... So, and I think this message can transcend just being an educator. It's just like you have to decide at some point, if somebody is saying stuff online that is just getting you so worked up, then don't follow their account. Don't, fr- don't send them a friend request. Don't not follow them, but then get on there and click on their account to see what they're saying because somebody told you they said such and such. I mean, I'm a pretty direct person. If you come talk to me in person, I'm just going to tell you, tell you what it is, and I'm going to keep it moving. I, I don't get too worked up about people not liking me. I mean, heck, i got a colleague right now that is not speaking to me, like literally is not speaking to me. Um, and, and it is what it is. I'm, I, I'm very direct, and um, to be blank, uh, to, uh, to be co- completely blunt right now, um, I found myself in a situation where somebody wanted me to do something and I said no. And I said the only person in this situation you can control right now is yourself. And I said then this is what I'm going to do and I said you don't have to like what I'm going to do but this is what I'm going to do and that led to this person not speaking to me. And that's fine. If we're going to be like that and we're not going to speak to people, that, that is okay with me. Life goes on. I still come to work, I still go home, I still come back the next day, and I still come home, and I will still put in a hundred percent. but I think a lot of times we lose so much energy over social media, and we shouldn't because I was having a conversation with my uh, sister yesterday about some of our family members and some f- situations on Facebook, and I said, but I said, when you think about Facebook, it is kind of like a book and a book. Is the it's a perfected, edited manuscript, and that's what social media is. It's someone's edited manuscript of their life. They're not telling you everything about them. I have people that walk up to me like, Shantae, your article spoke to me. I feel so close to you, but you don't really know me. And that's the thing. It's like you 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 see X amount of characters. You're reading so much into it, and I don't tweet it, and I don't, I I've moved on. But today, I've decided just to pause for a second just to to address these type of situations. So to answer the question that I mentioned but my husband, is, he said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because on the other hand... What I'm saying is valuable. What I'm saying does resonate with some people, and people get split about what I said. I have very strong opinions about professional development, and I have administrators and teachers who support what I said because they're what uh, in my particular situation. I actually explained some specifics to some people, and they say, "Well, yeah, I do see your viewpoint." And then I have people on the other side. I was like, "I do see the other viewpoint," and. uh, I understand the other viewpoint, but I don't agree with it. And that that that's the that's the thing. The problem with education is if someone doesn't agree with our viewpoint, we feel like that person is attacking, attacking um, them and they're not. I have a lot of uh, great uh, connections in the uh that people I've connected to who are education writers and if you ever watch it we sometimes go back and forth and we're like no I can't believe you said that how could someone even say that I disagree like we going back and forth but I still respect them as a person and I don't take it personally and that's what I'm I guess I'm really trying to emphasize if you're reading stuff and you're taking it personally and you're taking it as a personal attack that's more within yourself that's nothing I'm doing and I think Social media, because it's so right there and people have the have a forum to just express what's in their brain. People are taking what someone just drops online personally and they're taking it to heart and they shouldn't. I I, I don't take things too personally, except when people say things like I should die or I shouldn't exist because those are the type of things people say when you write certain things, you know. I can't take that personally because I'm like dude I don't even don't even know you and you were saying I should go die like that's that's not cool but oh, okay whatever so I guess that the tips I would add and it's probably if you read my article about social media and work I'm probably saying the same things again but maybe you didn't read it so you're hearing my views about this on the first time if social media is becoming a, a problem for you and you you feel like you like people online are saying things, or shading you, or directing things to you. Maybe you need, need to take a break from social media, because maybe it's just all in your head, and the person's not talking to you. Because that's what I had to tell some people who assumed some of the things I was saying was a direct hit to them. I'm like, this isn't even about you. This is about me and how I feel. I, this this isn't here for you 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 doing too much with this no chill out i'm not matter of fact it wasn't i'm not even thinking about you i wasn't even associating you with what i said until you made yourself part of it stop the other thing i would say if someone's causing you problems like they're reading what you're writing online talking about what you posted online and they're bringing it to the workplace and they won't stop block them. And that's why I had to block a colleague this school year because um, on Twitter, because I'm like, yeah, no, now, now you come into my office. No, I'm just gonna block you because we don't need to have no comm- no connections outside of this job because I, I don't play that. And then the other thing I would say is just be pretty direct. Uh, that's that's who I am. People don't get that about me because I'm very quiet um, in person. Typically, people will they'll tell you, if you see me in the hall, I give a nod, I smile, I'm normally not verbal, um, I'll even wave. I'm not a person that typically says hi. I express hi through smiling, nodding, or waving. Typically, if I say hi to you, it's because you actually have verbalized to me first. And because people see that I'm quiet, I'm reserved. I'm in the media center, people come and use a copier. Sometimes I talk, sometimes I don't. People sometimes see that and they're like, oh, Shantae is just a pushover. I can just say whatever. I can come in here and be like, uh, I can come at her about, you know, this and that. And then they find out that they can't because I'm not that person. um, And I won't ever be that person. And if it comes to that, you just have to be pretty direct. And that's what I've been doing. Just like, Hey. This is my main job. But what's also very important to me is getting my voice out there about education issues. And that's what I do. If you're finding it problematic, then you should stop reading what I write and move on with your life. And then the words I'm saying right here on this podcast is what I've had to say multiple times this school year. And this is the only school year I found myself saying this to people. And so to what I, I guess what I'm saying Just moving forward, I guess I'm just going to have to be like, yeah, so if you want to address what I said online, hit me up online publicly where you were publicly looking at whatever I said. We can have the discussion there, but probably at work, I I can't do it because this is just, it's just, it's almost like. When you're outside in the summertime and you're chilling in your yard and someone's barbecuing and that daggone mosquito just keeps flying around, you just want to pop it because it's just so annoying. That's about how I feel about this situation. It is not like I'm like losing sleep over it. I'm stressing about it. It's just like an annoying mosquito that I just want to pop right there and just be like, stop it. Like, I don't got time for this. This This is annoying. This is like elementary playground annoying and I don't have the time for it. So if you find yourself in this situation with social media, just don't, don't take it too, too personally. Uh, that's why social media has um, safeguards in place where you can block, unfollow, not connect with people because social media can be toxic. And I just refuse to give into the, to the toxicity and I also refuse to water myself down because people don't like what I say. So if you're listening to this podcast I guess you do like what I said and um, this is actually episode 10. I'm probably going to take a couple weeks hiatus because I was thinking about how I wanted to move this podcast forward. I think I'm going to do a set of 10 go off for a couple of weeks and then do another set of 10 because as I said I do I, I write for a few publications and actually I had a goal for myself to write for at least one other publication that i hadn't written for in a while and i did that actually i got two in um, in february so i'm super excited about those pieces that will be coming up later you know later this month or april so i'm pretty excited about that so i've actually been making my goal because i have my stables that i write for you know i the educators room any k-12 but there are other things i like to write I, i i write short fiction i write short non-fiction i write poetry I write, um, I, I this is a challenge I love to do, is um, writing a story that only has 50 words. I love doing like challenges like that. And I actually have a couple published 50 word stories. There's actually a site called 50 word stories. Um, but I like those type of challenges. So I like to write different things. So like writing, like I live, I breathe it. And so that is something that's so important to me. So I when I was thinking about this podcast, I'm like how, how can I do this consistently while I'm putting out content, but also making sure I'm feeding this other beast that's part of me, the writing, which kind of fueled and made this podcast possible. So I'll probably take a hiatus for a couple weeks and then I'll be back again with another set of 10 episodes. So as I said before, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Educator Barnes and you can hashtag it Brazen Education until the next 10 episodes.